Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hello, everybody. This is Jeremy Evans, your host of Believe in Sports Law. Today is Monday, January 20th, 2020. And our topic is what artificial intelligence means in entertainment. So it was last week, I believe it was last week, that uh, there was an article run in The Hollywood Reporter talking about Warner Brothers, the studio, essentially going to be the first studio to, at least publicly, announce the use of a AI or artificial intelligence management system to help with the filmmaking process. So uh, we'll, we'll get into that and um, sort of see how that plays out and, and some basically some things to avoid and some things to think about uh, as the entertainment industry sort of delves into this process. There has been some other industries that have jumped into this um, arena already, but uh, entertainment seems to be somewhat of the last frontier other than sort of smaller mom and pop shops or smaller businesses. Because at this point, artificial intelligence just seems to be too expensive. But um, as, uh, as sort of seems to be the case, as technology sort of grows and becomes more uh, more efficient and more readily, readily available, it gets cheaper. So uh, we may see that happen as well. But at least for now, um, AI has really been um, the subject of industries, you know, particularly in NASA or some of the more of the science-based industries. Uh, but in terms of entertainment, um, it's sort of the last frontier, as we mentioned. So to kind of give a little bit of some context here, you know, again, uh, when we're talking about artificial intelligence, uh, we're talking about algorithms, we're talking about data, we're talking about analytics. And again, entertainment has been somewhat resistant to this, possibly because of the creative aspects of entertainment, and maybe also relatedly to the guilds, the Writers Guild, the, the Directors Guild, the Screen Actors Guild, that sort of thing. And then, of, uh, of course, the Producers Guild, which is not a union per se, but still part of the guild discussion. Now, in media, um, artificial intelligence has already taken its place in some sense because it's being used to write uh, sports articles. This uh, famously has been done by um, uh, some different uh, sports industries or sports companies, particularly I think CBS was doing it and some other folks were doing it to help write, you know, recap articles and we'll get into sort of what that means down the road particularly for jobs but at least for now just note that the media industry has tapped into this now um, at least according to public knowledge no current sports teams are using artificial intelligence to determine rosters of players or even to hire front office talent now there's been books written about this and things have been talked about that, particularly the use of AI in sports. But at least at this point, it's just been analytics. So using computers and folks who are statisticians to gather info, analyze that info, and help apply it to decision making. So um, that's kind of where we stand now. Now, at first glance, uh, it would seem to make sense that... Um, any sort of added intelligence 
uh, would help in the decision making process. You know, if you're going to use something to collect uh, and organize information to help make decisions, that should be a good thing. But of course, there's problems with this, uh, particularly in entertainment and other industries, really indus any industry uh, that arise with the uh, computer approach of using analytics and artificial intelligence. So what we've done here is sort of basically put together some of the three major issues that may arise when talking about the use of artificial intelligence, particularly in the entertainment space. So number one is an attack on creativity, right? So when you're talking about creatives in the Hollywood space, this is a very protected industry with the unions, uh, particularly the guilds. And, um, you know, ultimately sort of how that all plays out, right. And how the studios are going to have to, in some sense, fight against the argument or the idea that, you know, artificial intelligence is going to get rid of creatives and basically make, do nothing but make movies that sell versus making movies that mean something. And I don't necessarily think those two things are mutually exclusive, but uh, let's just get into it a little bit. So as we mentioned earlier, Warner Brothers is the first studio in Hollywood, at least publicly, to announce that um, they're going to be using an artificial intelligence management system for the filmmaking process. Now, in this Hollywood Reporter article, one executive commented that, quote, artificial intelligence sounds scary, but right now an AI cannot make any creative decisions. What it is good at is crunching numbers and breaking down huge data sets and showing patterns that would not be visible to humans. But for creative decision-making, you still need experience and gut instinct, end quote. So that seems to be sort of where AI is right now, at least according to that quote, taking it at face value. The studios seem to still believe in the creative process, but using data and analytics and AI to help complement that process. So... Again, it seems that AI is being limited to collecting and analyzing large data sets. And uh, that seems to be the trend in other industries, particularly in sports. They haven't crossed over into allowing AI to make personnel decisions, both on the field and off the field. Um, and I guess in entertainment, it would be whether to green light a project or to not green light it and to say, let's go forward with this film or not. It seems to be more as a complementary piece and uh, maybe influencing the process. And, you know, I, I think that this makes sense because ultimately when you're using data, uh, it should be used to influence decisions but not make them. Uh, and any AI decision that limits the creative process is likely to be met by significant backlash from either the Hollywood guilds um, or from some other party. And it could be done through either restrictive rules in terms of hiring and contracts, or it could be done through strikes, you know, frankly. If, um, if folks are using, losing their jobs or, or that sort of thing, uh, that's definitely a uh, possibility to, um, to see that happen. So before we move forward, we're going to take a quick little uh, commercial break, and uh, we will be uh, right back. Eight sleep. Let's talk about sleep. We need eight hours of sleep straight up. One of sleep's biggest problems, temperature. It's tough to get a good sleep if you're too hot or too cold. It's our pleasure to introduce the pod by 8sleep. The pod is a high-tech bed designed specifically to help you achieve optimal sleep fitness. It combines dynamic temperature regulation and sleep tracking to enhance your rest and recovery. It learns your sleep habits and adjusts the temperature automatically. 
That means if you like the bed cool, but your partner likes the bed warm, now you can have both at the same time in a crazy comfortable bed. So our call to action, for the next week, get $200 off your pod and a free gravity blanket for a total value of $500, only at 8sleep.com slash pro. That's E-I-G-H-T sleep.com forward slash pro. 8sleep.com slash pro. My bookie. Want to make a bet on the Super Bowl? Head over to mybookie.ag to make predictions a reality. MyBookie is the one, one of the most trusted sports books in the industry. Football not your thing? No worries. MyBookie's got it all. From the NBA to the Premier League, MyBookie has the fastest payouts, best promotions, and a very helpful 24-7 customer service team. If you join right now, MyBookie will match your deposit halfway, all the way up to $1,000. That means if you deposit $2,000, you'll get an extra $1,000 in free money to play with. So our call to action All you have to do is use our promo code BLV to activate the offer. Once again, that promo code is BLV to get your extra cash from MyBookie. Bet, win, get paid. So folks, back to the content. We had talked about uh, Warner Brothers' entrance into the entertainment industry with the use of artificial intelligence management and a system to help with the filmmaking process. And the discussion is on whether, um, how involved this is going to be and what this looks like for the future. Our first point of three was talking about an attack on creativity and that ultimately the current standing is, is that AI is only going to be used to help crunch numbers that the human brain cannot um, basically uh, bring together or um, do, do, you know, basically that we can't do on our own. And sort of helping with that decision-making process and at least giving uh, executives insight at an, and whether to green light or not green light a film, but not the end-all be-all. The next part is really looking at less jobs. Does the use of artificial intelligence mean that there will be less jobs? You know, this is an interesting topic and frankly, one that has been debated extensively The argument goes that where computers dominate, people are theoretically eliminated or become obsolete as as, uh, computers do their jobs. But I think here the the data may actually say different. If we look at other industries, and as as an example, let's look at sports. The advent of analytics in baseball, basketball, football, and hockey has led to more jobs. There is this fantastic article uh, called The Great Analytics Rankings on ESPN. I think if you Google it, you, you should come up with it. It's um, a terrific article where it talks about the top 10 of overall uh, teams in all sports that use analytics. It talks about the overall bottom 10. And then it also breaks down the sports from MLB, NBA, NHL, and NFL, which are particularly the four main sports, at least in America, that are using analytics. Soccer is starting to get into this. But uh, for now, um, just if you can take a look at that article, it really is a terrific piece on who is doing what and why, you know, the, but the issue I think here is not about losing jobs. I think it's a matter of the issue, uh, of the types of jobs. So these new jobs that are in analytics and artificial intelligence require technical math, science, and analytical skills. The Los Angeles Dodgers, for example, are rumored to have a substantial analytics department of at least 30 employees. I've even heard even higher at 50 
course, we don't know what some of the other teams, particularly on that, in that ESPN article, have hired. So that's just something to keep in mind. It's just a matter of uh, technical skills. And of course, politicians talk about this all the time, that um, you know that, that the jobs that are out there, there's tons of companies looking for employees. It's just that those jobs are not your typical service jobs or blue-collar jobs. They're really the... Um, the tech jobs that, or the technical jobs that require very specific vocational training, as opposed to, um, you know, your sort of, you know, typical, um, you know, nine to five or your typical, uh, service job or whatever it might be. These things are that require vocational uh, skill. So again, I think it's just a different type of job. And, you know, I think a simple argument might be that it takes people to run and feed the computer, right? And the computer is not going to run on its own. And maybe technology advances so much that it does that. But in terms of um, the sense of control and monitoring, as particularly that entertainment executive mentioned uh, in the Hollywood Reporter article, that it was just use it being used to collect and analyze data and give feedback. I think as long as it stays in that, in that field and sort of contained to that and there's some regulation, I think that uh, ultimately Earth's inhabitants uh, will... Uh, not be overcome by their worst Terminator fe uh, fears. So, um, but it also interesting that entertainment studios and streamers have been using analytics uh, for years. They've been hiring professionals for years, just a matter of whether they've been public about it. You know, legendary entertainment, uh, Chinese owned studio now famously started uh, Hollywood down the path of analytics when they uh, introduced an algorithmic model that supposedly met all four quadrants of the movie-going population, uh, which essentially means they were able to sell more tickets to their movies. And just for a little background, four quadrants really refers to the four sort of age groups and uh, types of folks who might attend a movie. Uh, Disney has done this for years, where they, with the Avengers films and other Disney flicks, where you know, essentially they reach all segments of the population, you know, the young, the old, the middle-aged, uh, kids, um, whatever it might be, right? So uh, male, female, that sort of stuff. Now, um, before we move to the last one, we'll take another quick uh, commercial break, and then we'll get back into the content. MyBookie. Want to make a bet on the Super Bowl? Head over to MyBookie.ag to make your predictions a reality. MyBookie is one of the most trusted sports books in the industry. Football not your thing? No worries. MyBookie's got it all, from the NBA to the Premier League. MyBookie has the fastest payouts, best promotions, and a very helpful 24-7 customer service team. If you join right now, MyBookie will match your deposit halfway, all the way up to $1,000. That means if you deposit $2,000, you'll get an extra $1,000 in free money to play with. So our call to action today, all you have to do is use our promo code BLV to activate the offer. Once again, that promo code is BLV to get extra cash by my bookie. Bet, win, get paid. So folks, uh, back to the uh, content here. We were talking about what AI means in entertainment and spe specifically Warner Brothers' entrance into the entertainment industry with the use of a artificial intelligence management system and how they were using that to help with the decision-making process, but not necessarily to green light projects. And we talked about two issues so far with this, specifically the attack on creativity and whether or, whether or not that is valid. We talked about less jobs and whether, whether or not that was valid. And I think ultimately the conclusion on both of those so far is that it actually helps the creative process when you can have 
um, some data to help make with decisions, that actually more jobs are created when you're talking about analytics. It's just a specific type of job. And then thirdly, to sort of close out uh, the discussion for today is looking at you know this whole idea of too much of one thing is a good is a is a bad thing. So again, too much of one thing is a bad thing. You know the bottom line is is that uh, too much one line of thinking is a bad thing. You know entertainment science is uh, nothing different than uh, sports or uh, business industry science. You know you ideas and data should not be read in a vacuum. Uh, data must be combined with theory and experience, you know, or I guess many folks might say gut thinking. But again, I think gut thinking comes from experience uh, and which helps determine the best outcome. No human or computer is non, is uh, omniscient, right? You're not going to be in a situation where uh, one thing is going to be able to solve all the world's problems and, and to solve all the studio's problems. You know, bad decisions will continue to be made as long as uh, humans and computers populate the earth. And as long as humans continue to create computers uh, to do things and help with decision-making. But I think studios and sports and entertainment in general are all better off by utilizing all the resources they have available to them to help make decisions. Nothing wrong with a well, more well-informed decision. And again, I think the whole point here is that includes data, theory, and experience. And I think those three together will help make for uh, a better informed decision. So to recap, folks, for uh, today's episode three in uh, season two of Believe in Sports Law with your host, Jeremy Evans, that's me. Uh, what AI means in entertainment, you know, with Warner Brothers' entrance into the uh, entertainment industry with regard to artificial intelligence management system to help make decisions. We talked about creativity, we talked about jobs, and we talked about uh, not using analytics and AI in a vacuum. And uh, we'll sort of see how this plays out over the next few years when the other studios follow suit. But until then, thank you for listening and hope you have a uh, wonderful Martin Luther King Day and uh, holiday if, you, if you're off, not working. And we'll be back next week with episode four. Thank you so much. 2020, a new year. It's the perfect opportunity to take your business to the next level by hiring the right people. But finding qualified candidates can be challenging. ZipRecruiter.com slash begin makes it easy. ZipRecruiter sends your job to more than 100 of the web's leading job boards. But they don't stop there with their powerful matching technology. ZipRecruiter scans thousands of resumes and finds people with the right experience and invites them to apply to your job. As applications come in, ZipRecruiter analyzes each one, spotlighting the top candidates so you never miss a great match. It's so effective that four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate through the site within the first day. And right now, my listeners can try ZipRecruiter for free at this exclusive web address, ZipRecruiter.com slash begin. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash B-E-G-I-N. ZipRecruiter.com slash begin. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.